Hello, everyone. Bachelor in Paradise has reached its end. And because we love you, some guy in Austin and I watched all three hours so you didn't have to. Let's face it, all you really want to know is who left the beach brokenhearted and who left the beach with a ring on her finger. We've got all the details for you right here in this episode, including the dude who left with another dude on his back. Bros before robes is. That's funny. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 237 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin who's leaning back in his chair right now. I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> I got to put some WD-40 on that thing. I was, I was stretching. <laughs> You're getting geared up. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I got to stretch it out. I got to warm up, you know. <laughs> I don't know why that cracked me up, but it did. I, I don't have more. one of those uh, Vera desk things where I'm, I stand up when I want to. I don't have one of those. So <laughs> Normally, I would edit that out, but I'm just too tired. I'm not going to. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about the finale of season wow. whatever this is of The Bachelor in Paradise. That it was, it was three hours long, which mm-hmm. was a lot of, but, you know, we had a lot of couples to see what's going to happen with all these people. And so it yeah. was, it was an interesting three hours, I think. Yeah. There were a couple, um, they were really summarily dismissed. I mean, the whole <laughs> Tia slash whatever Aaron thing, like that uh-huh. took 30 seconds. Sure. Um, I was happy for Aaron and James, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, some of these just, you know, bam, 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 because it was pretty apparent what was going to happen. And then uh, the others were pretty predictable, but I thought it was a good episode. Um, I did enjoy the um, updates at the end. You know, that was kind of a new twist they had where they, they checked in and told us who's still together. Oh, yeah. I missed that. <laughs> no. Well, check out the last, like, uh, the last – Three minutes of the show, they go through. Okay. <laughs> this cool. is good. Well, maybe we should listen to your podcast to figure out what happened because. <laughs> we were just talking about that. How I said, man, the podcast numbers are so high. Well, aren't we the greatest? And then I realized, well, it's probably because we're the dumb ones who sit through three hours of this episode and people will think, oh, I'll That's just right. listen to a 30 minute podcast yeah, yeah. to see what's happening. There's, when I'm on my way to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're quasi invested. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Here's the thing though. I do want to just run through. It was, it was, I think it was a very efficient way to handle the end of paradise because it was what? As three hours was a fit. They could have done it in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't mean efficient that. is the wrong word. I mean, I've efficient <laughs> I is definitely the wrong word. No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, Wells comes up and for some reason gets Deanie babies and Kaylin who live in a van b- down by the river. Why, yeah. why are we considering these yahoos a success? I mean, they are, I guess, a success story. And, you know, Ashley Iconetti is pregnant and Jared, and they live up north somewhere now. Yeah. So they're officially 
old news, I guess, but they bring them in and they say, paradise is over. You must yeah. make a decision right now. Have very tough conversations with one another. And then they separate them and make them meet one by one to decide, are you going to are you going to stay and enjoy the fantasy suite and make this work? Or are you going to leave paradise right then? Yeah. And so that's what I mean by efficient. Yeah. Did, did you get the, um, did you get the impression that um, Dean, that may have been his first opportunity for a shower since he left paradise? <laughs> that's what I said. But I said yeah. it about Kaylin that she agreed to do it as long as she could use their shower. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And she I didn't mean, care the, that it wasn't hot water. She just wanted water. Now, I will say so. I didn't, you know, again, I don't, I have an Instagram for work because I do, you know, entertainment stuff. And so I, I, I don't usually scroll through, but, um, Instagram, as you know, knows what you do. I mean, they mm -hmm. just know, they know who you are and you know, mm -hmm. what your like waist size is and all kinds of scary stuff. So in, in my feed is a bunch of Dean and Kalen stuff. And so I actually looked at it. They've done some pretty cool stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, why not single, no kids. And she seems on board for whatever. Yeah. I think she's going to get her heart broken, but whatever. You know. Do you think he looks more like cult leader that you follow around mindlessly, or does he look more kind of porn star from the seventies? I think I think that he's a perfect marriage of the two, and he does <laughs> remind me of that. Did you watch that Nexium uh, documentary that Keith Raniere guy no. that just got? Oh man, he he sort of reminds me of that guy. But yeah, I, I could definitely see that guy hold up in a school bus full of, you know, uh, surrounded by women in, in, uh, blue dresses while the federal government comes after him in his van, you know? Yeah. So yeah, he, he, uh, remember how weird his family was though. His dad like lived in a yurt with yeah. some, I mean, it was super weird and he was really nervous about it, but look, to be fair, they seem happy. And um, they're getting yeah. it done, man. They're paying the bills somehow by doing yeah. this. It's great. Yeah, why, why not? My only thing about him was he was a little bit scripted in how he delivered his lines on sure. what he was supposed to say. Yeah, no, that's absolutely correct. And, you know, look, why, why stray from what's getting you the paycheck? You know, True. I mean, you got to stay within the soccer field. And, uh, you know, he did. He did. I think I think we do need to start off by saying when we last left Paradise, Prom had had reached a little hiccup with Abigail and Noah. You know, yeah. Are they together? Are they not? She had run to the bathroom, was very upset. We had talked about a very still controversial topic of is Noah a jack wagon? Is he a chotch or is he not? I think you and I agree that he really did like her. She didn't give him a whole heck of a lot of feedback on that, but he delivered his breakup in incorrectly. He just chose poorly his wording and reasoning. Would you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. And he, he, um, he wasn't unkind, but he, I think at that, when he was delivering that, he was just so done and ready to say what he had to say. I think he was yeah. waiting till the end of paradise, but yeah, you, you're right. And then, her whole take on it was rather defensive and not very self-reflective. I mean, the, right. you know, remember when she sort of screwed it up the first time she was like, I'm self-sabotaging, I'm self-sabotaging. We didn't hear any of that. It was all, yeah. he's lying to me. And I think, you know, the, the thing that really struck me as funny and it probably didn't strike uh, the female uh, uh, audience as um, 
uh, profoundly as it did me. But you remember when she leaves the bathroom and goes back to the prom and then they all gather around like they're at the wine bar and they just start to complain about Noah. And I, I think he meant to do this. I think he knew the whole time. That's what women do. And all of that was incredibly unfair because none of them yeah. said, hey, Abby, you think maybe you could have told him you loved him? Yeah. Um, well, there was none of that. I do I do blame Mari for that because the how she addressed the group in that moment saying, well, Abby has left because Noah had no, been thinking for right. several days that he just really wasn't feeling it, even though he told her yesterday that he was falling in love. Well, that's yeah. not anything. Is that? Mm. That was completely incorrect. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but luckily, the viewing audience knew what we had just we had just witnessed it the weekend before. So we we knew that was. And it's not, not right. like, and you know, it's not like he said, "I'm out. I'm going to run right. to the, the silver silver suburban." Yeah. You know, the producers like, "All right, you guys are done." Noah. Your car's waiting. I mean, it wasn't like he abandoned her and just exactly. hit the road, you know. Yeah. Um, and then she went back. She looked. She looked too upset. Um, yeah. You know, she looked bummed out, but she wasn't. Um, yeah. You know, she wasn't a mess. Like, uh, who's the girl that got her sparkle stolen? Yeah, What's her, her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tierra mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. wasn't. You know, yeah. a, a mess in the floor and crying. She seemed. Rather okay, but I was happy to know that. Well, you didn't watch this portion of the show, but uh, at the end they did check in and they said that they missed each other and they're taking things with a capital S L O W now. Oh, well, so. wonderful! I'm glad to hear that. I do have a yep. question for you about the fake nails in paradise. How are you feeling about these fake nails? I'm wondering where they're getting them. Um, I think the hotel gift shop. Are the fake nails the new cornrow braids of Mexico? So. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Mexico and gotten the cornrows? No. Mm-mm. Oh, really? That was always a thing. Like whenever, because I remember, like, um, I didn't go anywhere on spring break because I worked. I had a, you know, I was always broke, mm-hmm. and um, but all of my friends would just hightail it, you know, to Mexico, and yeah, they'd all come back with cornrows. I'm like, okay, well, have you been in prison or Mexico? <laughs> Here's here's my favorite thing about the net. Well, n- let me back up for just a smidge. There's a rose ceremony that comes next, not that prom night, but you're quickly zipped through the next day and everybody's excited about the cocktail party. And when I say everybody, I mean Natasha, because she skips the prom because she's sick. I don't think she was sick. So she's sick. excited. <laughs> she's sick, she's sick, of getting, sick of getting rejected. <laughs> sick and tired of this business is what she is. And so she's ready to mingle with Ed so she can hopefully get his rose. And Chelsea's ready to mingle with Aaron so she can hopefully get his rose. Well, you know, here comes Wells and he shuts it down. Or no, Somebody shuts down. Maybe Deanie Baby. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They shut down. There's no cocktail party that night. Uh Mm Uh-oh. And so it ends up that Ed gives his rose to McKenna and Aaron gives his rose to Tia, which makes me think Aaron is saying, you know what, Chelsea, you made out with Ivan. I'm sorry. You're not getting my rose. So Natasha and Chelsea are gone that night. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next morning, this is my favorite part. The next Chelsea morning, didn't look too upset, by the way. Not at all. Yeah, which she proves like, she was God. just there. Yeah, she was just there to have fun. Natasha's sad, which proves she was there to 
you know, find love or whatever. But she had she had a hard show. Natasha had a hard, hard, <laughs> a, hard a rough a rough eight free weeks. <laughs> eight weeks of it. But here's my favorite part. The next morning, you know, McKenna, who's 24 hours on the reservation and Anna, who's about 48, they're all fresh faced and eating their pineapple and everybody's having their gist and everything and woo, paradise. And Wells or Dean or whomever comes in and says, it's all changing. Paradise is mm-hmm. over. You got to make a decision today. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So mentally they're ready to go home. It, 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 you know, they can be. And so that's when I think it's so funny. Boys, you go over there. Girls, you go over there. And they have mm-hmm. to discuss, you know, it's, you know, we just have to really decide right now if we're ready to go to the fantasy suite and if we really want to and if we can take this outside of paradise and we can make it. And the first ones up are Becca and Thomas, who've been also, pretty solid, so- I would say, right? Yeah, so I think I told you. I, I I am now off the fence. Thomas is not a chotch. I agree. Number okay, Thomas fair enough. Is not a, Thomas is not a chotch. I think Becca has normalized him or him being with Becca, we see him in a more normal light. Unfortunately, Thomas is a little too good to be true, which raises red flags for our friend Becca. And she thinks because she doesn't fully know the real Thomas that it's best if they don't continue beyond paradise. She never intended, she she never intended to leave there with somebody. She she was gonna dump mm-hmm. him. He was clearly, uh, you know, I know. Let's let's use Abby's word, blindsided. I don't think he expected that at all. Mm-hmm. No. But she wasn't into it. She was having fun, and you know, she just wasn't smitten. He um, cries. Yeah, he cried. He so tears. Uh, and then yeah. she runs after him and hugs him, and he says, "Let me go." Just, yeah, just, just let, let me alone. Go. This huge bulky man is telling, yeah. just let me go when he could easily yeah. peel her arms off. Of that was the sort of the opposite of when that chach came to Peru or whatever. You remember mm-hmm. with the flowers from the airport and she wouldn't even let him in the room. That's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he was in Peru for like 45 minutes. <laughs> with his <laughs> Not, airport flowers. Yeah. <laughs> After like two weeks of getting his shots and all that stuff, he's like, well, I got to get my passport renewed and whatever. You know, and she's like, yeah, you're not coming no, in the thank room. You. Do you think um, Becca didn't cry any tears because she had cried all the tears on that yellow couch when Ari dumped her on national television? I think that's probably valid, but I also think she, um, she's she got a podcast to worry about and um, you know other things to go back to the, the uh, get off the peninsula and worry about her life. And I don't think she ever anticipated it. Although, again, not a portion of the show you watched, they did check in. And uh, Becca and Thomas are together and dating. Are together and dating. I did see that on social media too. I can't believe I didn't watch the very end of this. This is so crazy yeah. that I missed it. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't picture those two together. But they seem they they both seem like adults. You know. Yeah. Again, you, you thought he was a chotch the whole season. I thought he was misunderstood. Um, but yeah, he seems like a pretty squared away guy, and um, you know doesn't really have any problem meeting the ladies. Clearly. Sure. Um, did you know? I know. I know a fact about Thomas you might not know. Tell me. He's six six. What? Yeah, Come unbelievable. On. Yeah, and you often have to tell him when you go into various places that he should watch his head. He's a duck. Mm, yeah, who knew? Uh-huh. Who 
No. Yeah, what yeah. did you think about Ed and McKenna's conversation? <laughs> that was the best thing ever. I'll give Ed credit. I mean, tell people that, what Ed's ulterior motive. Yeah, was. Ed tried to close the deal. I mean, and it was, I got to tell him, his argument was fairly convincing. He's like, he's, and I'm paraphrasing, his argument was kind of like, why not? You yeah. know, meaning what? Like, meaning what? Meaning what? Let's go. Let's let's take advantage of a free fantasy suite and yeah. bang it out. You know, I mean, I just and McKenna was not having it. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> and the, uh, in the most polite way. <laughs> okay, like, well, let's let, let's do a little role play here. Okay, you're McKenna. Your your only line is, um, "No, I just don't see that." Okay, right, right. And then then I'm Ed. Okay, okay, here, okay, here we go. Uh, McKenna, you're so beautiful. Uh, even though you've changed your hair color and you look better blonde, I still would think we should go to the fantasy suite and, suite and explore this, even though we've known each other for 24 hours. Thank you. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, exactly. Which is why um, maybe we should see what we explore because you're very attractive and, and exploring is very important here in Paradise. And we have a free fantasy suite. And I think we should go and experience that. I understand and I appreciate that, but I just don't think you're my person. Well, that's understandable as well, but I still think we should go to the fantasy suite. And that way, it went on like that for like 15 minutes, and they were up there laughing at him because they knew exactly what he was trying to do. And she, you know, she drew a line of the 10. Now, here's the deal. Good for McKenna for not yeah. appearing <laughs> loose, you know? But I think had she been really attracted to him, it would have been on. I think so too. Yeah, I, I mean, do and, too. And, and he, he kind of knew, like after the third time she said no, you could see in his face that he was just yeah. kind of poking and at her. You know? And then she stands up and he went, what, you're bailing on me? And she went, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And then he, yeah. just, uh, he raises his hand in defeat and he says, I've been dumped. And he goes home. <laughs> but that was, I got to tell you, for, pound for pound, he was there for like three days. Ed had a solid three days in he paradise. Did. He did two, it right. Two dates. Yeah, two dates. He almost made it to the fantasy suite. <laughs> and uh, as he put it on the toast, here's to coming into the fourth quarter and still being in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, then we have James and Anna. And this is... This is the exact opposite of what happened. James pulls Anna aside and she launches into, I really like you. Pick me, choose me, like me, love me. I think you're the greatest. This is going to be so wonderful. And I really think we should give this a shot. What do you think? Huh? And he says, I just don't think I'm in a place where I can see myself falling in love. We owe it to ourselves not to adjust our standards. Yeah, and by the way, I love Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, I know. He leaves her crying on the moldy, wet beach bed and then Mm -hmm. bounds up to the boys and says, I'm I'm headed back to uh, SD, bruh. You want to bounce? Yeah. And uh, Aaron's like, well, yeah, let me just go ahead and tell Tia in the atrium that uh, we're not going to be together. And she knew it was coming. I mean, she took it well. She did. She laughed the entire time. Because what? They'd made out once. It's not like they're going to. But he literally, it's as if they were passing in the hall. Yo, Tia, I'm going to go to SG with my no, boy. She, her, her line was, we're doing this here. And he goes, yeah, I got to I gotta yeah. go. I mean, I got to go. My boy's waiting. <laughs> yeah. My boy's waiting. I you know the best go. part? 
the the best part about Tia is now she is the victim of two, well, <laughs> one actual homosexual relationship and the other pseudo homosexual relationship. Tia just can't shake it. Maybe she deserves another shot. She does. Know, with, she claims she's never coming to paradise again. What do you yeah. think? No, she had, well, that's going to depend on the financial incentive, I would bet. I mean, I would bet that uh, ABC has more money than uh, her uh, her hairdresser chair can generate back in Arkansas. So <laughs> they do. Everyone has a price, Lindsay. Everyone has a price. I mean, Aaron <laughs> jumps on James's back in piggyback style, and they run down the beach yeah. and get in the SUV together and mm-hmm. are super excited and tell each but other look- they love each other and <laughs> – yeah, that was awesome. But let me just tell you from from let's back up to, to James and Anna. I had an observation. So now the reverse was true. We just talked about Ed and McKenna. McKenna just wasn't attracted to Ed, right? She was just yeah. not having it. And I think she was probably self you know self aware that look, if I do this, I'm going to look like a total tramp, and I'm just not going to deal with that on social media. Um, but the opposite is true. Like when when you're a good looking single dude and you have an attractive woman, and I'll give Anna. I don't. You know, she's got that whole weird mouth thing or she talks like this or whatever. But um, when you've got an attractive woman in that situation, a free fantasy suite, free booze, and one more night and you're going home anyway, nine guys out of ten would take that. The only reason you don't take it is if you just – you're completely – nonplussed by her personality and whatever. So he was not attracted to her at all. um, And he was very definitive about, look, um, I don't think we should do this, but uh, I love Aaron. So we're just going to go back to San Diego and (laughs) and work out together. They're ready to go. They're tired of the beach. Yeah. Do you think that um, 90% of their suitcase was those elastic bands that they brought to? Yeah. It was like a couple bathing suits. He's like, what do you call that with the scoop collar? (laughs) I don't know. Those can't can't take up a lot of space. I mean, those are pretty. So you just ball those up and you kind of shove them in the corner of the suitcase. And then you put your dumbbells and all your your elastic bands. And uh, then you call the fat guy in the leather hat to come take that to the van for you. And then the, the other one is full of product, and there you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Let's talk about success stories. We have yeah. Marissa, Marissa and Riley, who so I didn't way, see this coming. Is, no, this is success with a lowercase s, by that the way. That is very I mean, true. Until, that yeah. is very true. It's uh, an asterisk beside this success. I didn't think that he would propose. I thought he would convince her to walk out of paradise with him and let's see where this happens. But he wouldn't go through the, the rigmarole and the pomp and circumstance of a proposal. Um, he did a good job of kind of fooling her to think he wasn't. Um, but yeah. I actually thought the whole time that he would. So that didn't surprise me. I thought he would ask her. Let me tell you what impressed me though, where I thought, well, that was smooth. Whenever he talked about what he always envisioned and he said, I see it like Sunday morning and there are the pitter patter of litter feet come in and, uh, little daughter yeah, wakes ov- me up and right, right. I go make a her breakfast. Ovaries are just fire, her ovaries are just firing. It's boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Making Eggs breakfast. are popping out everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing yeah. this and I'm doing that. And this woman walks in and she's always been faceless, but you're my Sunday morning. And I thought, oh, that yeah. was smooth. And she's crying and all the things. And bless her heart, whenever he's proposing in the heat of mexico when it's 120 yeah, it outside warm. yeah she that was like a roberto alley proposal it was dr- like <laughs> yeah she is 
weeping sweat. I, that's it's it is more than dripping. It is it is rolling off of her face. Yeah. Sweat, and she's in a pantsuit, and uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, they. I don't know it, why they can't put up like an umbrella or a, you know. Right. I mean, good lord, it's like they're why right on the they beach and go yeah. in the palapa or something. Why can't they go exactly. inside somewhere? This is a wonderful moment, and you're making them be all sweaty. Exactly, she was very. Uh, that was very Tajwan esque. The amount of it sweat was. that was coming up her. It was. Can you imagine Tajwan standing out there having? No, she would have passed. She would have melted like the Wicked Witch or the whatever. Um, <laughs> East. Yeah, or as it was west. Like the one who melted. Either one yeah. of them melted. Yeah. You know, just yeah. a little water. They're done. I yeah. liked that they. Um, they talked about whenever you said that he kind of tricked her, he was kind of saying, well, I don't know what's tomorrow. Because the whole point of it is if you go to the fantasy suite, then there is this this notion that you will be proposed to the next day. Because yeah. other than, I guess, other than um, Grocery Store Joe and Serena, everybody else had already banged it out in the boom boom room. But... Mm-hmm. This was the first time for them. And and so it wasn't that the fantasy suite was special other than, oh, you're in an actual hotel room with air conditioning. Fine. So I I think that that if you got to that place, that meant because they had to have a conversation before they went there. And that kind of meant we're on the same page. We're going to get proposed to. But Riley led Marissa to believe that that may not happen. But he told her, but I love you. And you're my woman and all of these things. And she cried buckets because, and I Mm -hmm. quote, all I've ever wanted is to be engaged. And I thought, "Mm, I don't know. That's why we're putting an asterisk by them in a small S success story. Dot, dot, dot after this show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Kenny and Maudie. Good but, for Kenny Mar. I'm so happy. I know it, you have been rooting yeah. for Kenny from yes. day one when he told what's yeah. her name to go home. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, after like 35, your dreams start dying. You know, you just it's just this slow just descent into the acceptance of ironically reality. And Kenny has been given a magic pass around that for eight weeks. Yeah. And uh, he emerges on the other side of this with a very beautiful uh, you know, woman who's seemingly into him. He asked several times the right questions. Yeah. Um, he's you know, he's into, worried if she's too right. young. Right. And I, and, you uh, know, my friend Amy said, what do you think about that? And I said, I think at 40, he's decided he's ready. And I think at 25, she's too like into the idea of marriage to, and too ignorant to care. So yeah, who knows? I mean, she did say that there's one caveat to that. I mean, she did say, look, I've been in my own for a long time. And yeah. you know, so maybe she's a little more uh, uh, chronologically mature than her age. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe she does. She is into him. But again, I don't know. You know, you get back to reality. And he did say, he's like, hey, this fantasy suite's bigger than my apartment. And, you know, I just pictured like a weight bench for a coffee table and, you know, some <laughs> old chairs and clothes everywhere. If that's the case, then. Maybe they have a different conversation, but, but you know. she's fine because she's twenty five and all her furniture is from IKEA. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> or, you know, her parents' old furniture from when they were twenty five. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Joe and Serena. They're too cute. We knew everything was going to be great, and then Joe's sitting there at the proposal pedestal, and Kendall walks down. Uh, yeah. Proving How much that there's no money? Re- <laughs> Did they pay Kendall 
to walk down and how mad internally was grocery store Joe when he saw her knowing that the producers made no. that happen he on the over. day he's proposing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the per diem is for, you know, these people get, they get a free hotel. They've got to get a per diem for food and, you know, whatever. But Do you if think they the- make money every week they survive? So, yes, because uh, my understanding of TV shows, like uh, the ones I've you know dealt with on clients and stuff is, yeah, I mean, every reality show is a progressive thing where, there, where there's a, an elimination. If you survive elimination, the more money you make. Now, the other thing is, um, you know, they all have to be part of SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, in order to oh. speak on TV or whatever. And there are minimums that even for stepping on screen that you have, like if, if you don't say a word and you step on screen – the union requires a certain payment. And so wow. I, I'm sure all that's worked out prior to it, but I would, you know, my take on, Hey, I want you to come to paradise for two months, but you're only going to be on camera for three days would be, you're going to pay me for two months uh, in some way. So I'm sure it was profitable for her. I mean, yeah, because she mean, had you to. Food last month? <laughs> yeah, she had to quarantine for however long, and then she's on right. there, and then she goes off. You know, she can go back anywhere. She's at the weird resort. She's at the yeah, evacuation the resort, and then has to come yeah. back on. And and he and Joe is smiling, and it it and it is that smiling of. You've got to be kidding me that they are making this happen, that she is coming down moments before I'm about to propose to this woman. This is a joke. But he also is 35, knows how the game is played, and thought to himself, this is what I signed up for. They can do anything. They can do anything. And then Kendall comes down and says, I just couldn't leave paradise without telling you that you are aces. And I'm really happy and excited for you and Serena and his Response is, you know, thank you. And, you know, he, yeah. he he's very, very respectful in that moment. Because earlier we learned that Serena's very normal, very calm behavior when Kendall pulls Joe aside to tell her, essentially, uh, tell him, I still kind of love you and it's great. And Kendall, it, it, she's just, you know, out there. And Serena was very calm and didn't say, what'd she say? And what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. Or cried yeah. about it. Joe yeah. said, I was very attracted to the way you handled that situation. Yeah. And even yeah. when Serena eventually comes down to get proposed to, Joe's laughing and said, well, my ex just showed up. That's how he started. And Serena said, what? Are you okay? Yeah. And that was a no, nice that, way to respond to. You know, I, I think, and that... That is again, I you you know he kind of glossed over that, but that that for a guy again, you know he's thirty five, yeah. Um, you know to have her, I think we mentioned this in the the first time it happened was her Serena's reaction was very mature and appropriate. She didn't get bent out of shape or cry or, or get defensive or accuse yeah, uh, Kendall of anything. Or, yeah, didn't get right. mad at Kendall. Her, yeah. Right. Her first focus was, how are you feeling? How did this affect you? And, you know, by extension, how does it affect our relationship? And she, so I, I, she handled herself very well the whole time. And Joe complimented her on that. And I think that that, again, um, I, I had a similar experience with Mrs. Some Guy. I won't go into to great detail, but um, we were in a situation where um, she reacted completely differently than anybody I'd ever dated reacted in the past. And I thought, wow, this, this may be someone that I should be with. And so, um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's those little things that make a big difference in a relationship. Not as Demi Burnett would put it, let's go to the boom, boom room right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. that's only going to get you so far. So good for them. I think they're a solid couple. That was my next question. Who do you think is going to make it? Joe and Serena, I think get married. And okay. I think, I think, think Riley. They, and, they get married on and, ABC. Why not? Joe's a good dude. I mean, he, he's, definitely <laughs> put in, he's definitely put in his work. They put him through the ringer. He deserves a free wedding. Do you think Serena uh, moves to Chicago? Yes. I do too. Yeah, I think, look, in, in light of the past, and I know we didn't see this on air, but in light of the past goings on, you know, with Kendall, that whole thing, um, I'm sure Joe cleared that up up front. Yeah. That, you know, here's the expectation. And if she wasn't on board, I, I don't think there would have been a – he seemed very happy. You know, he wasn't forced. He wasn't nervous. He, he seemed very content with what question he was asking. Now, Riley seemed – okay with what was happening but i do think they will get married i i i think so you think so yeah i think kenny kenny and mari uh, unfortunately for kenny i think the i think the ship is gonna is gonna reach the uh the dock pretty soon with you don't uh, with mari you don't think he's gonna lock that down as soon as he can he might but she's gonna squirm out of it you know okay. i think uh i don't think i agree with you she's there's too much of an age difference and it's not necessarily the 15 years it's just life stages um and you can assure somebody i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready but i don't know and who you know, was like, who was the big winner of paradise do you think who was the biggest couple winner um joe and serena i would say i mean they're, they're the biggest beneficiaries um i think mm-hmm. um Look, I, who's the big winner? I think you and I are the big winners, Lindsay. I think that <laughs> we didn't have to sit through. This wasn't a torturous season. It was fun. You know, everyone kind of. It really kinda, was. It really yeah. was. I think here's, here's how I run it down. Fourth place, Wells. Wells had a great season. I think he did a good job. He didn't secure the hosting job, though. You know, it's okay. It's okay. He's he's a, he's still a winner. He's still a winner in my heart. Third place, Joe and Serena. We could see it from a while away. It's fine. Uh, second place, me and you for being awesome. Yeah. And first place, I'm going to give it to James and Aaron. I think they were the biggest winners of the whole season. Yeah, well, certainly they, they, they left with the least expensive option. And uh, if, if they decide to part ways as friends, which they never will, by the way, um, yeah, no one's going to have to, they're not going to buy a dog together, you know? <laughs> they're... <laughs> they'll, they'll shave each other's backs, though. And that's yeah, exactly. true friendship. I don't even know where that freaking came from. Hey, thank y'all for listening, and a huge thank you to some guy in Austin for an entire season of Bachelor in Paradise fun. Make sure to join us next week as we pick through the profiles of the men vying for Michelle's hand on the new season of The Bachelorette. 
which starts Tuesday, October 19th. That's right. It's on Tuesdays this season, October 19th, because of Dancing with the Stars on Mondays. If you'd like to read a finale recap of Bachelor in Paradise, head over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts and subscribed. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe. Have courage and be kind out there. Until we're together again, love you, mean it. Texas forever.